Welcome to The Well Podcast, a safe place to find health and wholeness for your body, mind, and heart. My name is Kari Davis, growing up a pastor's daughter, being widowed at 38 with three little kids, being betrayed by those close to me, and now blending my family with a man that made my heart come back to life. I know that life can change and get derailed, but come to The Well, our online wellness collaborative where you will find restoration through wellness, inner healing, faith, and freedom. In the Bible, the woman at the well went for water, but when Jesus showed up with truth and healing, she got living water. So grab your bucket, a cup will not do, and join me at the well. It's time to refill, reset, and restore. Welcome back to The Well Podcast. Usually when I say that, I think this is such an exciting platform for health and wholeness. We talk about anxiety. We talk about natural solutions and self-care and our families and our kids, and it's so uplifting. Today, The Well means, well, mess that up already. (laughs) I had every intention of talking today about calming the chaos of the summer before the summer begins, and I am about 24 hours into it already, and the bad word for poop has already hit the fan multiple times, so I didn't take my own advice quick enough. (laughs) Oh, summer is so fun. And it's also really, really challenging. It's the change of season. It's the change of schedules. In my case, I'm going to have all the kids home at least the month of June. Um, We are between offices right now. So Bobby and I are both working from home. I'm helping him still with a lot of his client relations stuff and his wealth management practice, as well as doing this podcast and putting out essential oil education and content and caught a cold yesterday, like really? And then I have already had things go off the rails with the kids, trying to set very clear expectations. We've already had some arguments, some tears, all the things. So I know a lot of part of our anxiety as moms is when things change, things feel out of control. Maybe you are a recovering control freak like I am. And I don't say that in a bad way to slam myself. I just, I really like there to be intention and order and fun and to create a childhood experience for my children that is fun. But I also like there to be a home that is maintained and organized and nutrition thought of and all the things. And so sometimes summer feels like a really hard time to make all of that happen. So ironically enough, I had made my list for calming the chaos of the summer before the summer starts yesterday, and now I'm already into it and already feeling overwhelmed. So the first thing that I want to share is to really set your intentions. What are your intentions for the summer? Are you sticking to the same work schedule and putting the kids in camps? Do you have littles at home that were going to daycare or to some kind of preschool for a couple hours and you had a little change in the day. Sometimes even those car transitions just break up the day. But when you're home all day long, the days just get so long. Maybe you're hoping that the kids are going to sleep in and then summer starts and they are already up and at them and you just know that this is going to be like a 20-hour day. It's going to feel like. 
So what are your intentions? I remember when the kids were little, I was a stay-at-home mom, and so fun was really my only intention. We would make a summer of fun poster, and it would have everything on it from like having Grammy and Poppy over for ice cream to going to a water park or the splash pad with friends or making sponge bombs. Um, I used to cut the sponges and put a rubber band and they would make like the perfect water bomb, Um, having a water balloon fight, all of these fun activities and different things. And we would check it off and we'd sign up for free bowling and do that every Wednesday, go to the beach every Thursday. I mean, it was a blast. But that's not the season that I'm in. And it might not be the season that you're in, but you might wish that you were there. You might remember summer as a kid and just remember how magical it was. And you really want to give that to your kids, but you also have to work or you have um, financial struggles or something going on. And so you might almost be grieving that summer a little bit. And that's kind of where I'm at. I really want the kids to feel like summer is so exciting. And I have one going into his sophomore year of college, and he's working like crazy this summer. And then my daughter's going to be a senior, and so her boyfriend's leaving soon, and I want her to have such an amazing summer before he leaves to go away. Um, I have two that are going into eighth grade, and they would just pack their social life. And then Finnegan, my stepson, is going into third grade, and it's probably the most tricky for him because he wants and needs more attention than the other ones, and us working from home is going to make that really difficult. So the month of July, we're going to have a lot of different trips and different days that we're planning to take off, but this first month of June is going to be a lot of work to be able to do that, and I'm needing to set the intentions with the kids that we are working from home, and we need to all work together to make that possible. So what is your intention for the summer? Do you already have some set time that you're going to take off? Do you already have a day that you're going to change your schedule, maybe get off a little bit early? What are the intentions? I think if we don't plan, if we don't begin with the end in mind, um, it's really tricky. So what do you want it to feel like and to have the memories starting the school year? (laughs) Us, Us as parents, we have so much pressure, I feel like, to make some trip happen or something happen. They always ask the kids when they go back to school, what'd you do this summer? And part of me just wants to be like, we did nothing. We sat around, we re- we rested, <laughs> we sat in the sun or played at the park. I mean, I like kids to be bored. So if that's one of your intentions, don't feel any shame or guilt about that. If you want it to just be slow and you don't have a trip planned, I think that's another great intention. So my next tip or something that I am really intentionally thinking about is to not lose my self-care plan Um, because the kids are home. um, I'm going to talk to Bobby at least in the morning or maybe even at the start of the week about when we can both get our workouts in still, Um, when we can schedule us time, um, when we can... My stepson is already asking me (laughs) if he can go and ride his bike while I go on my walks, and it kind of shuts me down because that is my self-care time. I have a podcast in, I make a phone call, I listen to worship music, I get my sweat on and get my fresh air and my vitamin D, and it's like, no, you can't have that. 
So maybe I'll do two walks, whatever it is. Don't lose that time for you to have quiet time. Maybe it's to get up a little bit early, or maybe it's to tell the kids that when you're sitting outside or you're in your office or you're in the bathroom or in the closet, they're not welcome to just barge in, that they're having quiet time. And this sounds awful, but I told my older kids that the best way to get a hold of me would be to text me. (laughs) That sounds awful. Here I'm in our home. But if I'm on a call or if I'm doing something, I'm not polite to them when they interrupt me. Um, Now, the best part about podcasting is that if they knocked on the door right now, it's fine. I can pause it and just start playing it or start recording it again. But I want them to learn that I am using brain capacity to do so many of the things that I'm doing. And my self-care is part of that. When I am resting or in the shower or trying to take a time out from the craziness of all of the running the household and all the jobs and all the kids, I want them to learn to respect other people that they need to request or to ask before they interrupt someone. So number three tip is to make a plan for the days or for the weeks, but remember that it has to be loose. During the school year, your plan is usually pretty set in stone. You wake up, you do your morning routine, get the kids off to the bus or to school or whatever it is, or if you're homeschooling, you start your homeschool day, you end your homeschool day, there's there's just more of a flow. But just to acknowledge that your plan needs to be loose this summer is something that I am just speaking over my own heart. Because if I set my time blocks and when I want to do stuff and they do text me or they do interrupt me, I don't want to be crabby at them for being children. I want to be enjoying this time with them, glad that I get to see their little faces and remind me of that in three weeks when I'm kind of losing it. But the biggest part of making a loose plan is to clue them in on it. I think so many times, especially when our kids are little, we have a plan for the day, but they never know what's coming next. It's like, okay, now we're going to to the library. Like, remember how you would feel if someone was just taking you from place to place and you not knowing. I think it's part of what creates some chaos or some anxiety, even in our children, And us as moms get more anxious and we need to calm the chaos when things are just coming at us and then there's a fight or there's a temper tantrum or spilled milk or, you know, whatever it is, a loud crash sounding from the playroom. We don't like those interruptions. So let's remember to clue our families in on the time. Um, Talk to your husband, talk to your family about the plan, and then tell everyone. And we know that there's going to be some changes. There's going to be some different things coming up. There's going to be some different invitations that come up from friends. My fourth tip is probably what I've worked on the most already, preparing for the chaos of the summer, and that is to assign tasks and different chores. Now, um, I shared a couple weeks ago my best tips, those four, that four-block system that I write out everything that I need to do for myself, for my home, for my family, and for my work. And so a lot of those things for the home have been tabled until the summer. And so one of my things is going through the game closet. And if it's something that the kids are never going to play again, that we're going to take it to Goodwill, or going through the books that 
are really an elementary level. I have good readers now in the home. Maybe it's time to put those in storage for grandbabies because I can't part from my books. <laughs> um, so making a list of some projects that you want to get done, but then also just those daily chores and sharing those with your family. You're going to go crazy, even if your kids are little, if every part of the day is just putting on more and more on you. So are the kids going to make their own breakfast? Are they going to unload the dishwasher? What I do is make a checklist because now all my kids can read. I know it's different if your kids are younger, but just everything that needs to be done. And yes, even for my middle kids, brushing their teeth is still on the list because I don't know about you, but gross teeth in the summer, like, oh, makes me crazy. (laughs) I don't know how you can not brush your teeth when you first get up, but anyway. So it's brush your teeth, pick up all of your belongings, put away laundry, make your bed, all those things that these are, and I tell them, these are not chores, you guys. These are just things to be a functioning member of a household and of a family. And you're going to feel so much better when your bed is made and you've picked up. And so no screens or just laying around until these things are done. Now that they're older, I do let them kind of ease into the morning a little bit. If they want to sit and rest a little bit in the morning, I like to do that. So I do let them do that. But then once they get up and moving to do their list, get it all done before they just lay around and jump on a video game or play on their screens or go out with friends. And then I also have, so just their daily kind of responsibilities, and then something different for the day that's just come up. Maybe a load of towels needs to be folded. Maybe trash needs to go to the road. And so I'll write down all the chores, and I have a lot of kids, so I have (laughs) a lot of takers of these chores. And then whoever kind of gets up first gets their first pick of the chores. Um, And then we are having them read every day, or study. Some of them are taking a summer virtual class. Um, My daughter is going to start studying for her SATs. So some kind of check-in to use your brain. And then for the younger ones, I just talk to them about getting some exercise, getting some outside time. We get into rainy season in Florida, and so we can feel really cooped up. Um, I hear the thunder already pouring in, and it's only a quarter to one today. And so a lot of times we'll get rain all afternoon. And so getting out and moving for everyone's mental health is so, so vital in the summer. And then the fifth tip is to meal plan. Now, sorry, I keep pausing because I keep coughing. This little cold is starting to sound in my nose. I'm sure you can hear it a little bit. Um, meals are the hardest part for me in the summer. It feels like the kids get up at different times. They're just grabbing whatever. Nutrition stresses me out a little bit because a lot of times it's just cereal or something that I don't love them eating. Then they're eating lunches at different times. People are leaving crumbs all over. It's just kind of tricky. So I'm going to try this summer for lunch to make specific lunch for everyone. And then they can heat it up if they're out doing something or if they're at a camp or we're packing their lunch. But I'm going to kind of plan lunches and dinners, but breakfasts are going to kind of be a wash. That's just how I'm going to get through it. But however you need to do it, I know it's hard. I've seen all the memes on Instagram that'll say it's time for summer, time for three meals and 14 snacks. And so maybe you need to say we're not having snacks until three o'clock. 
or that's what I did when they were little. We would have a set snack time. Otherwise, it was just like eat all day and just so frustrating that they're all eating at different times. So whatever you need to do for meal planning. But then I also am going to establish a closed kitchen because I sometimes go to bed before my teenagers and then I wake up from like the crinkling of the chips and I really don't want them eating junk food late at night. And so maybe you have an open time for your kitchen and a closed time for your kitchen just for your own sanity. And my final tip, one that I am speaking to myself and I say to you in full love is that the summer does get chaotic. It is sometimes a lot. It's a lot of driving at different times, a lot of friends over, a lot of messes, a lot of meals, but also a real lot of fun. And as a mom who is older now, I don't have littles anymore, um, just remember that you only have 12 summers. It makes me so sad. <laughs> um, now, I do still see Aiden, obviously, even though he's away at college, but when they're little, the time just goes so fast. And so if you can afford it, take off a day a week. If you can get off a little bit early or just enjoy, just be a kid. Um, I asked in my Wayless Warriors, the metabolic um, and weight loss support group that I run on Facebook, I asked what people's goals are for the summer. And so many people just said play and be outside with the kids and that a lot of their workouts are just going to be with their kids and playing and having fun. And now that's why I let Finnegan go on my walk with me this morning. And then he went past the stop sign and scared me half to death because I thought I lost him for a minute. And that was one of my chaotic moments already. But um, all those memories, those bike rides, those swims, those going to the beach or the lake or whatever you have by you, I mean, just enjoy it. Just relax, have fun, laugh, have ice cream for lunch. I mean, just break break the rules and just have fun with your kids. This is making me like super emotional because I was already so frustrated with some things that happened this morning. But that's why I do these episodes is that our anxiety comes from unmet expectations, from trying to control, from wanting things to be a certain way and them not always going that way. And so that's why I do these episodes. They're they're really from my heart as well as yours that we just have a finite amount of time. And maybe your kids are older. Maybe you, you know, are going to get to see them or see grandkids this summer. And just you know how important it is to relax, to have fun, to enjoy every little minute, to say yes when you can, to have enough structure that you are able to let a little bit more loose and just have a wonderful and safe summer. Set those intentions and rules and safety so that it can be the best summer ever. I hope that you are feeling refilled after being at the Well Podcast. Please take a second and fill out a review. This is the only way that we know if you're enjoying the podcast and what you're enjoying about it. Also subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes. And we would love to have you in our Facebook community group. The link is in each episode. We are better together at the Well.